going to be talking about all the relatable australian black content all the all the you know the opinions the exactly not know. everyday brits and americans so not every time y'all and in it you know what yeah. i mean it's not every time sometimes you want to hear cunts <laughs> you know what I mean? sometimes you want to hear cunts sometimes you want to hear suck me off the next station yeah, yeah. you want to hear all these things and you want to hear the vibe of the area exactly and what are we the area doll do you know yeah. what i mean so yeah babes that's what we're here for that's it you know do you want to do a little um, introduce introduction for everyone. Yeah. yeah, starting from what section of the room? Uh, youngest to our uh, oldest. Youngest yeah. to oldest. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, okay. I am Reb Car or Reb Car, depending on you know where you're from. I'm 24. I'm a student and part-time retail slave. Um, <laughs> you know, selling my labour to the bourgeoisie. And then, um, <laughs> you know, I in my spare time I like to talk shit, um, scroll down, surf the web. Yeah, you have like, Twitter fingers. Him yeah, Twitter fingers. I got Twitter fingers, <laughs> you know. And um, I love being, you know, out here with my sisters, you know. What about you, Gillian? I thought we were going Oh, youngest. fuck, Gillian's the oldest. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Is it, wait, yeah, actually, Vanessa, Hi. producer V, you'll hear her laugh. Signature laugh. Yeah. Every now, every now and then. It resembles that of a hyena. It's wow. very high-pitched, but yeah. we love it. Yeah. Um, she's just gonna chime in every now and then. Yeah, Madam Instagram. She likes her aesthetics. Yeah, her, her social media. And what's what are you doing? You're in PR and them things there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in PR, yeah. Marketing. Marketing. Oh. Same, same, but different. Yeah. yeah. You. She's an influencer. She doesn't yeah, like admitting it. Yeah. See, there you go. There yeah. you go. Doesn't yeah. like admitting it. Because you're more fun. No, <laughs> does she get any brand endorsements? Exactly. Oh, mate. Hey, yeah, she's just doing it for the yourself, gram. But if you want to give her any brand endorsement, uh-huh. v.okanzi <laughs> is where you can find her. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I forgot to mention my Nash. I'm Ethiopian. She's out to... Yeah, the tips to the fufu. You know what I mean? What yeah. is Tibbs? Can you just give it's us just a quick like, rundown? It's just meat, like cubes of meat. But it's what like type is it? Is it goat beef meat? Beef or lamb? Oh, or okay. goat. It's just stew. It's, it's not just stew. It's, <laughs> it's not stew. It's not stew. It's not like really in stew. It's okay. like, but it's seasoned with like onion, some chili. It's our equivalent to um suya or yes, giblet. it's like suya. Mm. It's like suya. Oh my gosh, is yeah. it? Yeah, very similar to suya. It's delicious. I legit thought it was something else. Delicious. Like I was thinking, like it was like beef stroganoff or something. Like not that, not that. That's what it How was. You but like so no, no, no. I don't wow. mean it like that. But I thought it was like what kind of meat. Nazi food. I used to <laughs> no, but I thought it was like meat and veggies. Like I just didn't think it was just meat seasoned meat. Like I there's thought it was onion like, with it, like fried with it. Onion yeah, no, I didn't think that's what it was. Yeah, no, I was thinking anyways. something else. Okay, I'm glad to see what you think of Ethiopian. <laughs> oh my gosh, please. Um, who was so? It was uh, awesome. I'm Mary. Wait, you didn't say um, where Vanessa's from. Oh. Vanessa's Ghanaian. Yeah. Everyone else here is Ghanaian, babes. <laughs> I'm the only one Ghanaian. So you, you we're the fufu. Yeah, you're the fufu. Yes. And the soup thing. Quite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I'm Mary. I work for the government. I am the married one. I'm a mom. Very loud volume. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loud. Yes, yeah. that's true. But you got to be to fight amongst you two, oh, mate. Oh, come on. Mm. Grew up in Parramatta, 2150. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up in Parramatta, 
And that's about it. Gilly? I'm Gillian, the oldest of the group. I'm 31. Um, I work in consulting. I like to travel. Um, so I, do I. Yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, Revka too. Oh, and Madam Instagram, yes. <laughs> we all like to travel, travel, all right? <laughs> you understand why later on in the episode, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably about it. All right. Well, well like I said, we're here to, you know, balance out the in it and the y'all, <laughs> you know. We're here to give the Australian experience. So let's start off with a perk of about living in Australia that most people wouldn't think of. Oh, most people wouldn't Ooh, think yeah. of. Because I guess everyone else is like, oh, yeah. Everyone so said weather, weather, beach. beach. Yeah. Medicare. <laughs> Medicare. <laughs> I mean, other, other, I mean, like other European countries. Yeah, like but that. like I know London has NHS, mm. but like I couldn't this get to a London doctor. Yeah, too. I couldn't get to a doctor for like a good year. Gideon lived in Amer- in London for like two Cheers. years, by the yeah. way. And so yeah. for a good year, I couldn't get to a doctor. What do you mean you couldn't get? Like oh you couldn't book? It was like, okay, so where I lived... Um, I lived outside of London the first time and then you'd have to go at a specific time to register. And I remember the registered time was like 11.30 to 1 o'clock. I have a job. I don't have time to do that. Mm. And then I moved and I lived in a highly populated area. So if you book, if you need to book an appointment, mm. it's like six weeks, eight weeks in advance. What happens if I die like in the first week? Like, dude, no, but like that's, you know, I found it really difficult because I actually couldn't get to a doctor. It got to a point where my mom was like, you know what, you might as well just catch a plane home. I take you to a uh, doctor <laughs> All and right. a mascot and then come back. But, like, I just couldn't get to a doctor. That's wow. And you kind That's of had much. to register okay, in your area. This is probably, like, burden too much. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely more burden. I think if you live in a highly populated area, it's not to your advantage. That's a lot for a small city. For a city like and, that. Um, it's, no one it's, is bloody crazy. And, and, oh. and London is only three quarters the size of Sydney. What? What? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in actual area, yeah. It's three quarters the size of Sydney. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. It's just much more densely populated. Mm. Well, yeah. it makes sense. Have you seen them, them houses? Them Shakespearean houses. You know? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? Another perk would be um, yes. food. I was we grow say, food. Yeah, right? fresh produce. Oh yeah. my god! Cherries, grapes, oh, mangoes, mangoes. Mm. Oh, it's popping. My oh, mom, delish. when my parents left, Ethiopia, my mom left. Everyone was warning her because everyone that had gone overseas beforehand. <laughs> yeah, continue. Mary, you're a shit cunt. <laughs> Mary, sorry, shit cunt, sorry. Like, um, everyone that had gone overseas before had gone to Europe or the states. And they were all telling her, like, you're going to get sick when you go there. You're going to get sick. But she came here and she didn't get sick. And now I, when I've been on Australia's countries, I clock that she didn't get sick because she came here. It's that, the food. It's, it's the food. food. It's yeah. fresher food. It's fresher not getting food. imported. And so much of our, so much stuff, like, of the preservatives and additives are illegal here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We do have very strict, strict um, yeah, standards when it comes to pharmaceuticals, when it comes to food standards. Mm. Yeah, because... I work in that area a bit. I dabble, <laughs> I dabble in it a bit, yeah. and yeah, we're very strict. I was going to say food as well. I've been to Africa and I haven't got food poisoning, but when I went to Europe, I got food poisoning. Wait, what do you mean? In Ghana? Oh my gosh, food poisoning all the damn time. Is that, that is another thing, do? too. Australian tap water is phenomenal. <gasps> it's Australian amazing. tap water. True. The way I just gargle. True. Yeah. The way I just. True. There's no clean. scent, no smell, nothing. No tinge of. At all. The water is clean. Do you know what? What? Apparently, the to- the water that we use in our toilet is clean enough for drinking water. Yeah, it is. And most places they use recycled water. Yeah. Oh. Any other perks, ladies? I think for creative ventures, it's not as oversaturated for us. 
Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. oh, that's a really good that's one. If, if we were in the US or UK, I don't think we would have the traction that we, we can kind of get here. Actually, mm. that's like yeah. we can be the first. I mean, that's a, there's a good side and a bad side to being the first timers for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think when you want to start a creative venture, there's more room, room for that. For that. Mm. Yeah. There's like a room, but I don't know if. There's, there's the enough support for it to hold well. it right that's so like well. when i think of starting afroclectic there was nothing like it around mm. and yeah it was great but i didn't really get anything out of it like mm. i got but good were friendships. you looking for something out of it that's the thing mm. i don't think that was your no intention. but a lot of a lot of people like it eventuates into something that you know they can profit of and then they mm. can do things with like i think of one of my friends in the UK who started this blog and she's been able to run events and still 10 years later she's still doing stuff and has wow. made a name for herself but i don't think me now, I'd be able to wait. Was carry that, that particular blog like African focused? Black focused. Black focused. From well, Caribbean. there you go. But like, there's, 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 yeah, exactly. So there's so much more people to carry it yeah. through for years and years to come. Like, yeah, you can, you can start and you can get traction, but like, what? It's you and your ten friends, and then maybe like the circle of fifty that you know. But how much further can you go beyond that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair points, guys. Fair points. Oh, yeah. What about you, Mary? Any other picks? No oh, shit. Um, the fact that we're umming and ahhing shows <laughs> that's why it's called struggle. Well, down when you say, I know that's very true, <laughs> but I don't want to give anything obvious at the moment. I mean, so, the weather does bang, the weather does bang, the weather it's does obvious. bang, it's obvious, but it does bang. Um, I feel like, well, I'm on maternity leave, so yeah. honestly, my maternity leave is, yeah, pretty good too. I don't know what it is in compared to other countries though, so I can't. True. I can't really. Another thing I just th- thought about, um, I think our social life. Oh my gosh! Like a lot of people just, say that because we have time to kind of indulge oh, yeah. and have like you know really like our brunch culture yeah, is really off the chain at the moment. That's really true. Because like my my friend, my friend was just telling me she's in the UK and she was just telling me how she's home alone. So I'm just like, oh yeah, you're home alone. Everybody can like yeah, come, come to your over. house, drop by, and but she's like, no one does that. that. Yeah, she's yeah. like, no one does that in yeah. London. Life Me. is hard in this <laughs> Chile. That rat race culture makes people heartless. Because yeah, yeah. When I was in London and I was running on the train sta- in the train station mm. with my luggage, some man, like he was like probably my dad's age, and I looked young. Yeah. He he knocked my luggage yeah, he over. Would. He turned around, looked, and continued he would, walking. He would. My friend, he's he got would. remember that time I went to go visit you in um London? I don't oh, we were going to, to like through the station and I was walking maybe a smidge oh, to the right. To the right. On their slider? This nigga was like, left, left, <laughs> left. He was telling me to just to get out of his way. He's telling me left, left. I'm like, bruh. I was looking at him like, oh, he's talking to me. Like, I felt so offended. They always start and continue. It's like, that's what I mean. It makes you heartless. Like, it doesn't, mm. Yeah, we have, um, well, I mean, apparently Sydney's the, like, well, on a very, very small, small scale, is the New York of Australia. Yeah. But compared to New York, we're, we're, we're no, friendly we're as, exactly. I don't know. I feel like the appeal of the, um, what's it called, American dream or whatever, like, that doesn't phase us here mm. because of because of mm. the quality of life we have. I, well, the American dream is just a white picket fence in a house, right? Yeah, is but then it's like, it's about? the whole idea of like, oh my God, I was poor and I made it all the way up. You know what I mean? But, but then, we have the doll for that here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> You can yeah. still live good. 
and be on Centrelink. You know what I'm saying? Which is true. Youth allowance has got me through a lot, doll. Oh, babe. Paid my red Joe. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. Look, listen, no, 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 there are ways. No, there, no, no, there are ways. There are ways of getting it. There are ways of getting it. I never got it. But when I was going on exchange, the, um, they told me that you, I should get it, right? And I was getting like 120 a fortnight or something. And then when I came back, I was only getting $7. So I was like, oh, I'm going to cancel. And the lady on the phone was like, don't cancel. Wow. I can't give you advice, but don't cancel. And I, wow. didn't, I didn't understand why she kept saying it because it got to the point where I was only getting $1. Oh, but the reason why she said it because every semester you get a thousand. This is what I was about to say. <laughs> Let me just tell you a nice story. Let me tell you something so, about yours. So basically, I was in maybe my third year or second, my second year of uni, and I said, you know what? Let me sign up for Centrelink. So I signed up, and honestly, wait, sorry, it was, did you not have a job? I don't even remember. I honestly don't but remember. You still but I signed yeah, up and I got my thousand dollars right. I went and bought my Ghana to go <laughs> with the yeah. money. And I never reported it. I never reported my income after that. I didn't oh. call them. I didn't text them. I called them once. And like, Lord was talking. Oh, my husband. Oh, hey. my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> was talking to me and he's like, yeah, you have to stay on the phone. I'm like, bro, it's been 15 minutes. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, let me hang up. So I never reported it after that. Mate. Like, I think it was literally five years yeah, later. They came I was on the train on the way to work. Is this Mary Margaret? Mm, come on. Oh, that's when I learned my lesson that I shouldn't say yes. <laughs> I said, yeah, who's this? And they're like, this is debt recovery. We're calling about a Centrelink debt. <laughs> Five Why? years ago, you owe a thousand something and yeah, blah. They we need to set up a payment. I was like, hey, yeah, Shamba. Right. And I thought I had just, you know, gotten the system Mate. in some way. Be that. You went to I was proud of myself. Because I enjoyed, but. Because they have a portal. So every every time, like every payment, t- yeah. payment you're meant to you're go in and put it adjust. It wasn't, it wasn't out at that time. It wasn't online. It was um, phone reporting or... On well, I think it, uh, when it was this? Because I did this in like 2.10. Well, when did I go to Ghana? I went when to Ghana like when I was 20. So That's like nine years ago. That's the 2009. same time. 2011. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I'd come back from London and I was still doing it. That's how I was getting the thousand. Oh, you so just, you did it online? Yeah. Oh, Charlie. Well, let me tell you guys. Well, sometimes my like boyfriend at the time didn't tell me properly. Well, uh, now that has been cancelled, that thousand dollars. Has thing. it? Oh. It's now a loan. Ooh. Oh. So you can opt out of it or you can get it, but it'll be a loan you'll have to pay. Wait, what does it go hex. on to? Does it go on to? Oh, yeah, your hex. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. And so, then it gets freaking indexed and da da da. Ooh, that hex. But, oh, let me tell you what's sweet when you're with youth allowance. When you apply late, and the back pay drops. <laughs> Imagine 18 year old me, I yeah, thought yeah. $5,600. Mate, you're winning. Oh. At, at 18, I would be like, my head would be sick. I know, you wouldn't know what to like, do with I'm the like, I was vibrating with excitement, like, like literally. I'll be ASOS. <laughs> Pretty little thing. All these useless websites. I'm yeah, going to them to go and spend my money. I was just in Oporto every day, hun. Like, what? Hey, what should I pack? Really? What should I pack? I'll just go to Porto. <laughs> what should I pack lunch? Oh, man. Um, what I was thinking indeed. was, um, did you always think Australia was a great place? Because, like, I know we're talking about all the perks. See, I used to always think it was good. And then I went overseas and I'm like, mm, oh, really? Yeah. Like, from a different aspect. I always... I had, when I came back from overseas, I had, I definitely had a greater appreciation for our quality of life. Yes. But I've always been aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I wasn't aware of is how dead it is socially. 
That is something I was like, we are missing out. I felt like, oh, my God, I'm missing out on so Well, much. to the likes of New York when you can literally just wander anywhere and find, like, a little dingy club and it's yeah, actually it's lit. Popping. Yeah. As opposed to roaming up and down George Street 20 <gasps> times just to find somewhere that has more mate, than 20 people yeah. in the venue. And like, then even with course. lockout laws, whatever. Oh, $100 entry, $7,000 for one drop of tequila. <laughs> my like, friend. And they'll be looking you up and down to make, oh. oh and then you go to a club, people touching your hair and shit oh. oh my god mm. who are you letting touch your hair in the club um how can i you don't let yeah people do i'm just touch oh, understanding i don't say yeah please stop no but they just they come up to you and like they're drunk they're just all up in your oh, exactly. okay in that capacity because yeah. i think of like when i was growing up i used to always be like oh dad why didn't we move to london or why didn't we move to new york hmm. or something like because i think for me i just thought oh there's so much more of us there and I think I have a real appreciation for so many of us being around, like seeing. It's comforting. Like, yeah, like yeah. when I was young, like to open my front door and see like a whole bunch of people that looked like me. Yeah, mm. that was like my saving grace, mm. right? Um, I was just gonna say when I went to London, I hopped on the bus. And people were speaking to me, bro. And my head was spinning. You're, you're like, and I was smiling at them. They thought I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's just smiling, like relaxed. That was me me in Topshop. Oh my god! Like, like you don't go to Meyer and see a whole bunch of black people. So if I go to Topshop and I see them gossiping, I'm like going closer to them because I want to hear what they're saying. Strange girl. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. When I was in DC, I was waiting in the bus office. Old hippie lady came up to me, speaking my language. Oh, do you know how to catch the, the train? I'm like, I'm not this woman. Yeah, I'm not People are fully consulting each other. Like, they're so comfortable. <laughs> just walk up. Oh, yeah, she's got a big forehead. Let me ask her. She knows, she knows the language. And I'm like, that kind of comfort to just like be able to, because she's a grandma and she doesn't know the language, she doesn't know English. Oh, but okay. she feels comfortable because she's, she's like, oh, I've seen you here. Let me ask. Yeah. Let me ask. Mm. what's up and it's yeah. just like that that's kind nice. of convenience we've definitely liked that yeah that kind of community true. but then at the same time being Ghanaian we also come from a, like a tight knit community so mm. I feel like we I feel like we almost sometimes a lot of us we experience Ghana even more than the people who live in places like Ghanaian in Sydney because I think the yeah yeah, yeah sorry yeah, in Ghanaian Sydney. in Sydney yeah well, I think we experience like as opposed to where as opposed to, let's say, well, no, I was going to say no, Adelaide or I even Perth think, or No, like, I even think London as well. Like, when I when oh, I see my friends and stuff like that and the way they are, and I'm just like, wow, we're, like, basically Ghanaian people off the continent the and they don't is, even though, roll like that. Gun, it's the reverse uh, effect there. It's too big. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Of and course. if you think about it, so we're, like, first generation, that. what? Like, our parents have been here for, what, 30 years-ish? Yeah, 30-something So years. it's, like, it's like our parents years. are still in the generation where they're holding on to a lot other. of things from there that they're still, like, pulling in. But then when you go to yeah, UK, dragging people, us their moms have come when they were 18. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. they've lost, tra- like, traditional, like, they've forgotten about certain cultures and they just mm. don't even care, you know, yeah, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. No, I, I definitely feel that. But for me, it's the opposite, like I said. We're much smaller in Sydney. So, like, what Vanessa was saying, how, like, compared to Melbourne, with Ghanaians in Melbourne, that's how Ethiopians are more like here. Mm. So there's a bigger population of us in Melbourne, which is probably more similar experience for you guys Mm. here. For me, in Sydney, it's too small to the point where, like, I don't really have age mates. Mm. And, like, it's, it's like, the generation after me. Yeah. Because, like, in my church, it's just full of babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. full of babies. But for me, like, there's literally no one no in my age. No one your age. And that's crazy. Yeah. I know. And my parents, like, my, I wasn't even baptised in an Ethiopian church. I was baptised in a Coptic church because mm. we didn't have a priest, we didn't have a church. 
There was nothing. My parents got married in like a little ceremony in a Coptic church with like three people. Would they baptize did you? They, would did they, they, they ba- get? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just too many questions. They, would they baptize you again? No, well, because no. It's, it's the same religion. Okay, it's just different. Um, culture. No, which I understand, but yeah. I was. Because you just saying that you didn't get baptised in an um, Ethiopian church, I was like, I wonder if there's a really big significance and would they do it again? Like, no, would you do it again is, as in our culture, person? after a baptism, there's always a big party. Yeah, okay. So we just had the party. Yeah. That's did it. your parents meet here? No. How like, did your parents end up here anyway? So my dad left Ethiopia, Ethiopia. because of political reasons, so he's against the government. So he... Uh, so he's a political refugee, was yeah, he? Yeah, political refugee, sought refuge in Kenya. Yeah. And then he met a friend of a friend because there, there's lots of Ethiopian refugees in Kenya. Yes. Because of like geography. Yes, of course. Um and then he met a friend there, like an Ethiopian friend. They came here together. He actually could have gone to Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was between it was between here what and Canada. Made you choose Australia. He hates the cold. Oh, mm. he hates the cold. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. good decision. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, it is cold. It's yeah. fucking nah. Anyway, that's why. Oh, yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, but apparently, you know what you're saying in the refugee camps, like Australia is the talk of the place. Mm. Wait, yeah. that time? Yeah. Oh wow. Time, okay. It was the talk, like. You want to get maybe because like you know when something's hard to get it becomes prestige. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, 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 maybe yeah. because of that, but it's like everyone wanted to get into Australia. So when he's like, and oh. there was, it's a it, there's a smaller intake for Australia, like in terms of the refugee exactly. program, it's compared to USA so and other it European just seems countries. Like, I'm elite bitch. I'm yeah, yeah, but it's really because it, our country's so damn small. They're not going to take I all mean, these refugees. Yeah, our resident immigration time. officer. Ah! Hey. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for immigration. Don't listen to her. Nonsense. I'm getting people asking me, how do I get this visa, nigga? I don't know. Sorry. Pardon visa. <laughs> I need to bring my man from Ghana. Hey, yes, Crystal. Mm, Send in your email request. <laughs> Please email your refugee. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you people. <laughs> but, yes, anyway, that's, that's So he came here and he was already dating my mum from time. Oh, that's so cute. High school sweethearts or what? High school, not high school. Oh, well, they were both big people. <laughs> they're not right. No, Sorry. Like, they were like she was like mid twenties, like he was early thirties. Yeah, yeah, they were I both grown. Oh. And then when he came, he's like, uh, "Do you want to come and we'll come Australia? We'll get married." He said, "Okay." And she That's came. beautiful. They got married. That's cute. And yeah, was that in the nineties or? Yeah. So okay. my mum got here ninety. Early nineties. Oh my gosh, oh, I was in you out. <laughs> and then she was pregnant, and then ninety six, I came. Yeah. She got pregnant within a month of coming here. Hey, yes. So how long was the gap that they didn't see each other? Exactly. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Well, yeah. The yeah. Straight away. Exactly. <laughs> the first pregnant. Do you blame them? Yeah, yeah. Absence makes the heart grow fonder and all that. All that, all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Anyways, so what about your parents' skills? Um, my parents came what in the mid eighties. Um, and they came together, which was odd because most men would come without their wives first, but my mom and dad came to, my dad brought my mom. Um, and that was it really. They didn't really have an adventurous story. Like they. Wait, sorry. So Ghana doesn't, didn't have any civil issues at the time. It was uh, economic refugees. At that time, the eighties, no. Was there a war? No. No, Are you there talking wasn't. about the coup? Because that. I yeah, mean, I just no, mm, no. I just know that Ghana was tough, and a lot of them went to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like economic, and, yeah, and then when yeah, and then, so then they they went, the Ghana must yeah, go. So when Ghana <laughs> must go, then that's when my dad considered. Do your googles, guys. Yeah. You'll find people, out. Wicked people. Mm. Yeah. So not all Nigerians. I'm just saying the. Cover <laughs> <laughs> your time, tracks. Yes. At the time, it was wickedness. Anyway. <laughs> and I think Ghana was hard. So it was like, like where? Yeah, life was hard. So it was like because I remember my cousin was saying how like 
when my dad would come from Ghana, he would like bring them food and bring them cornflakes and stuff like that. And they used to get really excited because life was actually hard. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cornflakes. But yeah, I remember her saying that it was life was hard. So like they used to bank on my dad coming back. Mm -hmm. And so I think once it was like Ghana must go, they were like, okay, where are we going to go to next? Mm -hmm. And then um, I think my dad had options of going to the US because his brother was there. I'm not sure if the UK. And then he had a friend who came to Australia and he just thought, never been there. I've read a lot. He's a history, like used to be like a history teacher and a headmaster. And he was like, mm, let's go there. So he just went. Um, and then, so they stopped over in Perth first. And then my mom stayed there for a month. And then my dad came to Sydney to like start up. And like in my mom's head, she was just like, yep, I was only going to come for two years to work and go back, mate. Mm. 30 plus years later, like we're still here, aren't we? Literally. Um, but yeah, what about your parents? <clears throat> um, I just know that my parents came in 82. Pretty sure. Cause my brother was one, my oldest one. Um, look, man, I don't really know why they chose this country or, um, for what reason, what kind of research you my dad asked? did. I have, but I've literally forgotten. So, <laughs> Mary, so, I just, yeah. Yeah. so my dad's told me a lot of stories. I know that he's brought a lot of cousins, a lot of right. uh, my uncles. Like he's been the connect, Your dad the immigration well. connect. No and lie. my dad knows a lot of immigration stuff. I'm like, mm, interesting. Um, <laughs> he but, should become an immigration officer. He's too busy with taxi. As <laughs> 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 all of them are. Um, so, yeah, so he actually was in... Germany for a bit, um, doing his thing, bogga bogga. I think he heard bogga, about, bogga. yeah. Bogga. Oh, sorry, bogga bogga. Hey. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like a broad guy, you know, you can't, you know, someone that's no, just. Know. Oh, then somebody help me now. So I don't know where the word comes from, though. Bogga bogga, na yeah, dang. Um, Uba, yeah, bang. Um, oh, I'm sorry, darling. Um, it's like someone who's like. Going abroad and yeah, like come and back come to Ghana. Back. And when they come and back to Ghana, they're like, yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Okay. So, like, when they see you, they'll be like, hey, Bogga! Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that an actual definition? It's from something, like, but I just don't well, remember. I don't where know. It's from. You guys, you can maybe let us know, but we yeah, have no idea. Huh? No, I feel like it's before. Like it's a name because my grandmother, that's what they used to call her too. But your grandma my, So your mother, your grandmother is well traveled too. Where did she go? Mate, she didn't go anywhere. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go anywhere. I didn't even know she went to a craft. Oh my but just gosh. because of the way she was, like, you know, she was you know when the term pre-man, like yeah, yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. she was, like she okay. was a prima donna. So like that was the term that they used for her. So if my grandma's passed away and she was like 80-something, that means that the term's been there for ages. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. No, um, he was, you know, going back and forth between Germany. I do know that. Um, he was a chef for a bit or a cook. Hey, so, so he yeah. cooks for you? Oh, my dad is a good cook. Yeah. Wow. My dad um, cooks for us. All, well, used to cook for us all the time. Um, yeah. And then I don't know how he t- found out about Australia, but he said, yeah, that's where we're going. I uh, picked up Felicia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom. <laughs> you call your mum by her first name. Sometimes. Naughty. Depends. <laughs> I do too. Naughty. Depends. But depends. I, yeah, I People think I'm yeah. disrespectful, that but disrespectful. mate. Allow it. I know, but if my son came and be like, Mary, I'd be like, hey, my friend. But if he called correct. you. Auntie, like my mum, I call auntie in her name and same You're as my, my dad. You call your mum auntie. Yeah, because everybody calls her that and so it's always in my head. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Because of the term gotcha. of, yeah, what, what they call her. But mom's, her mum's got a, like a nice auntie name, you know what I mean? Nah? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so. We'll um, talk after chambers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they just came and uh, they just, yeah, where there's a will, there's a way, isn't it? Somehow he got here, he brought the rest of the bloody clan with him. Mate. 
Um, right. And he still is. Yeah. Just, I, I wonder about your dad, how he's able to do it. Honestly. Like, I just, I'm just I'm baffled. so curious. I want to bring his family. Like, the way he's able to bring all these people. Jeez, seriously. And still bringing. Yeah. Some guy that's hey, so there's a new one. Mm. Does he say that, they say that like, they're, they're his kids or something? But uh, there's like 50 of them. Hey, do you mind? I no, no, say no, 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 no. I don't mean, no, no. I don't mean like he has 50 kids, but like there's like 50 family members. Disrespectful. No, I didn't mean it like that. But like you can't say, oh yeah, I've got 50 kids, so I'm going to just bring them Some people have 50 kids. It'd be like that Yeah, but no, my dad has 10. So, um, no, sorry. I didn't mean it like he has 50 kids. It's all right. Yeah. And they went to the heart of King's Cross. And they enjoyed themselves there. <laughs> what well, interesting time that, to live in King's Cross, eh? Yeah! Mm. Golden Mile on that. No, I'm just mm. joking. I think Golden Mile was in the 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yeah, so definitely not. But, um, yeah, they used to go to disco. My mum said that she didn't like the smoke, but she enjoyed, you know, going out and living her life, which is cute. Um, but that's all I really know, isn't it? I remember my mum was saying how, like, because, as I was saying before, like, the men used to come single, um someone would tell them, hey, just go to the find disco and find some white women. Yeah, so you can get your papers. But it's true. Some of my uncles, a lot of them have, you know. They're some... Hey. Sir. Like people in general, yeah. And even young people like that, that are like our age mm. are doing it. Like well, you do know things. I don't see through it or. You reckon? This on some BBC. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Even the extreme. BBC. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they don't, you know. Look, yeah, you're right. Actually, there's someone that just came to my head. Yeah, yeah there yeah, are young yeah. people that have been doing yeah, it. Do. My sister met someone, she was dropping her kids to school, and her, a white lady, had two black kids, two mixed kids, both from different dads, both Nigerian. Hmm. And my sister, with her big mouth, was just like, oh, once you go black or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you say that to someone you just met? What did anyway, the lady say? And the lady's like, oh, no, don't worry. I already know. Um, how they are. I know how they? they are. This one was for papers. Oh. <laughs> this one, this one's not. And she's like, oh, that's what you think for now. Um, Wait, so she's with the second one? I think she's yeah. with the second one. But she was completely aware that it was for papers. And yeah. she knows all about Nigeria. And she's like, oh, because my sister said my nephew or something is half Nigerian or yeah. my brother-in-law. And she's like, oh, I hope he's not Igbo or something. Hey! Oh! The whites oh, are funny now. They're coming to Gosh! Day. You Nigerians, you better cover your tracks well, well because people are starting <laughs> well, to Well, that's the when you spread your seed everywhere. People <laughs> but I feel like also that... Um, like other black guys, freshies are um, preying on like black women. What do you mean? This like the pre- in the same way for papers. Oh, oh. Mm. Ooh, maybe they're enough. not too cluey. Oh. Yeah, yeah. People Depends. are spilling tea silently, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out because the scramble is trying to connect the dots. I'm thinking of a particular story, but I don't, I don't want to fully say. People got to hustle, bro. Do you think it was tough for our parents coming here at the time that they they did? I definitely yeah, think so. Yeah, I yeah. definitely yeah. think so. Nasty. Like now that I have a child, especially like the fact that you don't have any family support, that you're in a totally strange place with all these white faces, and they're probably looking at you some type of way too, because mm-hmm. it was yeah. the '80s. Probably what maybe just a decade after the white Australia policy yeah, yeah, was basically. abolished. Um, you know, you're far removed too. It's not like you can be like, oh, I'm homesick. Let me take a six-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the Londoners could. No, you can't. My friend- And especially if you don't have papers, where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah, um, you know. My mum was saying how like, so they used to, obviously my parents used to work and 
there was no one to look after me. And luckily they used to go to a church across the road. Mm. Um, and there was a lady who had foster kids. So my mom would take me there on Monday and leave me there till Friday and come pick me up. And she sleep over. Yeah. And she wow. said that when she started doing it, she would come to the house every single day oh, because okay. obviously, cause, yeah, yeah, like yeah. she doesn't want to leave me. Like, white? Yeah. Ooh. And she doesn't, she doesn't want to leave me. <laughs> but then the lady was like, the lady was like, no, you should go home because I was having the time of my life because yeah. there were other kids there. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So, and like, you know, she had all these foster kids, you know, she'd give me like, I spoke like, you know, she'll teach me things. So I was having a good time, but obviously as a parent, mm-hmm. like, you're just like, I don't want to leave my child. But I have to because I have to wow. go to work. Otherwise, my child's not going to survive. And then they moved to... So that time they lived in Petersham and then they moved to Liverpool. And she was like, I didn't know what to do. I actually didn't know anyone. So she goes, I basically went at school time. I'll take you out and I'll basically look and see who I could possibly ask to look after you. What? And she, yeah, so she wow. goes... Luckily, she found this, like, Argentinian lady who was like, oh, I can't look after her, but my, um, my mother lives... At home, she's at home. My mother can look after her. So my mom's like, she took me there and I started speaking Spanish. She goes, I come home and I, she wouldn't understand oh anything that I was saying. Oh my God, how old were you? I think by that time, I maybe I was like three. Maybe. Wow. Do you think that you could do that now? I don't think people are that nice now. No, like, definitely not. People are that nice. Yeah. See, there's like, there's like two sides to it. Because my mom was saying when she got here, it was like the 90s and there was something going on either in South Africa or in Zimbabwe with the white people in Zimbabwe. I think Mugabe was fucking the fuck off. Yeah. And... People would yell stuff out across what? the street to no my parents. Way. Yeah, really. Yeah, like fuck off, back to thing. Oh, like you're white killers. This and what? That. Yeah, this is in the nineties though when they first came. Wow. Anyways, um, but then on, on the flip side, there's stuff like that. Yeah. People were really willing to help. Like my, our neighbors were Turkish, Nigerians, mm. and we, mm-hmm. they were all kind of like sometimes they like my next door neighbors. They were Indian. Mum would sometimes leave her, like she's just an older woman. Yeah. That she'd leave them, uh, leave us with them. And it's just like, that was a very different time. But what about like for us? Like what do you think is like down here is like the tougher part? Of, just like, the being the blick, Being one of the blicks. Oh it? my gosh. One time, when blicks. you walk into a store and some little white bitches, oh, sorry. <laughs> some little girls like, hey girl. It's just like, oh, why yeah, are you talking to me yeah. like that? And then like if they monolithic or something, know like, you're wearing a weave or something, they'll be like, is that a weave? It's like, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. That's not, that's not the kind of language we should be speaking right now. <laughs> like for me, I feel like it came out, of course, like in school, I experienced racism. Yeah. Like I feel like it really came out when I started working in the city. Mm. So I used to work. Um, in the West in retail, but then I decided to work in retail in the city. And, like, the crowd of people that I've come across in the past few years that I've been working has really Speakable. exposed mm. the nature of of this city. Of and let me tell you fucking Australia. right now, it's a city divided. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like... Ethnics. The, um, yeah, they really don't know how to behave. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine from work and she's, like, Ethiopian but adopted. Oh, okay, yeah. And, like, she has, like, a... She had an Asian male friend, right? And, like, he has, like, his non-Asian friends and then he has his Asian clique, right? And they all came together for his for his birthday. Mm. And the, one of his Asian friends was, like, to my friend. He was like, I'm going to talk to so-and-so because I'm going to never heard talk, talk, talk to her because I haven't talked to a black person before. Huh? Are you joking? Yeah. He's like, I want to sit next to her. And I'm like, oh, Were you, do you live in a gosh. cave? What? So where did what what 
He's like yeah, I was just, yeah, like Black Black Heart. He's like from Ashfield, and you know my theory. Yeah, what is your theory? Everyone please? east of Lidcombe <laughs> is a cunt. <laughs> Everyone east of Lidcombe is a cunt. Like attention, wanna... attention, <laughs> public service announcement. <laughs> people don't want to listen to me. I'm not. I'm not even giving a blight for, for Strathfield and then people there because <laughs> them East Asians are racist as fuck as well. <laughs> but yeah. it's weird fuck. because when I think of Ashfield, I think Bethlehem College. Wait, is that what that school's Bethlehem called? Bethlehem College. Oh, but, but, but he's purple. A, yeah, uniform. but. I feel like heaps of black kids go there. Well, I don't know now. Well, my, my dad actually, the first place he settled to was Ashfield. Mm. But it's pretty much a ch- Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong. <laughs> no, no, no. The Hong Kong com- Chinese community. community you were going to call it something else like Hong Kongian. I no, 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 no. no. She's like, her mouth was going to no, no. Like, What is she going to say? I don't think she was actually. No, I'm not doing it. I was like the Hong Where's Kong. Because like, it it's Hong Kong Chinese people, not, yeah. not mainland Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like very different culturally. But anyways. I'm just like, yeah, hun, it's not, it's very like people from west, east of a certain part of Sydney. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't be near no me, dog. Yeah, like, that's and, this other, and she told me this other girl was like to her, there was a customer who was really tanned, right? Like a white customer. And don't, uh, I think I know what you're going <laughs> to say. No, 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 no. It's, it's worse than what you'll imagine. It's worse. Okay. So this Caucasian, call, I, if you're fucking listening, I don't give a shit. <laughs> she has my Instagram and you need to get called the fuck out. So... She's like to my friend, like the customer had a tan, like a fake tan. She's like, oh my God, let's say, let's call my friend Jessie. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God, Jessie, like her tan is like so good. Hey, like it's so dark and nice and nigger. Your tan is nigger. Yeah. I used to hear that. Yeah. All the time. Wait, Karak is a fucking old dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bro. So the microphone is going to blow. Please, <laughs> please, oh. no, The outrage Maybe is just. Maybe it was Karatha or even like the Hill. It was Karatha. I was literally the only no. like, this, And this woman, Seriously. she's a big, big 28 year old woman. A big, big woman. Oh. Her man is a doctor. So her man is going to hospital saying, yeah, my nigger, this nigger. Oh, I'm all to Fiji, Bali. Yeah, I've come back. I'm so nigger. I'm so nigger. I've never heard that. Okay, guys, please. I just want to know, quick consensus. Does everyone remember the day they first got called nigger? I didn't get called nigger. Yeah, I didn't get called. I've never been called nigger. You went to all girls school. Oh, wait, primary school? No, I didn't... No, just like black something. Yeah, I got called like a black so-and-so. Yeah, and then my mum went to fight with the parent. I remember the first... Time. Well, I got you. nigger. I remember what class I was in. I remember the niggas. Oh, come on. I remember the motherfucker's name. Retell it. Oh, even thinking about it, it was making me hot. So, okay. So, well, in class, I was, I'm pretty sure I was in year four. Something was happening. And maybe I took some, some, someone's crayon, someone's fucking Crayola. I don't know. But I offended the motherfucker. And he was like, well, you're just a nigger. And I was shocked. Like I was actually, I was think I was in year four. Did you know, did you know what a nigger was by then? Of course. Okay. No, just joking. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I was actually like taken aback. I don't know what I said. I'm pretty sure I probably threw something at yeah, him. I, I was very, sure. I was a bit of a violent child. I think I threw something at him. Then I remember going home and telling my mum, and I remember where I was. I was in the car. I was going past St. Patrick's Church in Parramatta, and I said to my mum, this boy called me nigger today. Well, her response probably was useless because I don't remember what she <laughs> really <laughs> she said, but I think she said something like, oh, 
Like, she asked me, what was he? And I said, he was dark. And she's like, oh, she probably wants to be you. Or something like that. That's what kind of is coming <laughs> oh, to mind. Oh, bless your mom is but nice. far out. The ta- every time after that, that anyone's called me a nigger, for. Okay. And you know what kills me? We had just finished an assembly where they were talking about racism. And they oh, showed a clip of this gosh. black guy being called names. And ins- I'm pretty sure so. That doesn't too. work, you know. It doesn't. It emboldens these little fucking shit. Let me even tell you, my friend, oh. he's like, he's white, but he went to Catholic school. Yeah. And he was like, had an assembly about racism. Mm. Like, because someone had called someone a nigger. And they're like, they were, this is oh, fucking little high schooler shits for you. Yeah. They were explaining, like, you know, and stuff, because there was apartheid. And they were even, they told them the, the slur kaffa. Yeah. You know what they did when they found out that word? They started they calling started it a yeah, oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, kaffa, yeah. kaffa, kaffa. Yeah, like, yeah, that do you know what it is yet? For me, I don't know. I think maybe because I was from a different time from you guys than you guys. A, nigger was just a thing that people said in music and they, they would say it to each other and they would say things like, oh, I'm saying nigger, but no one ever used it towards me as a derogatory thing. And then B, also, I was very conscious of, I guess maybe I was very clued in with like the media and the news. I was very conscious of like not quote unquote pulling the race card. So I was very scared mm. to, to voice things. Wow. Like, especially in high school. Too. In general, I also was like never shocked by it. What else silly. do you hate about being down under? I need access to things. I need access men. to hair products. <laughs> I need access to men, yeah. I need access to a nightlife. A nightlife. With that but it depends. So Melbourne's nightlife is compared to Sydney. Yeah. Come on. Well, you I know, is way yeah. better. That's also true. Um, I think, obviously, men, even though I'm married, but girl, I've seen the lack of talent. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. You've seen the ghetto. Yes. You've seen the ghetto. That's it's a real terrible. Yeah. Um, dating scene as well. How and sometimes you just. If you try interracial, that's another, another mess. Yeah, because now you're coming to school someone on. No, Being, then then there's the fetish, and then there's some. Yeah, it depends, but I attract all the fetishizers. Oh my gosh! I don't know why. <laughs> well, Gillian doesn't even give them a chance. Thank so. you, thank you. That's all right. She's mute on that one. Correct. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I just, like. I know there are bad things, but sometimes I feel like all the good ones outweigh. So I just don't. I don't know. I don't think the good ones outweigh. Because <laughs> but the I mean, it's an equal balance, though. Like, okay, you have to take the good with but the bad. But do you like, also think maybe that's a stage of your life? Because I'm like, I've, yeah, I've lived yeah, somewhere true. else. Now, like, I'm true. living a decent life. Like, true. I can't get this anywhere else. Like, yeah. I can't afford the life yeah, that yeah. I'm living now. Too. The thing is, yeah, here's the thing. If I was me. a rich girl. Come on. Yeah, I'd have all the money. We finished. That song does end, though. Yeah, it does. Anyways, what do you think you would be like if you lived in another country. Hey. Ratchet! Yeah. Yeah. Out of these streets. I'd be a basic bitch. Man. Yeah. I'd yeah. be ratchet. I'd yeah. be in these streets. Everybody will know our names. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I feel, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I think we're, like, there's a lot of things. We're like, limited by the fact that. Also, I feel like culturally we're also conservative as well. Yeah. Like, if we live somewhere else, we'd be like. And the yeah, yeah. When I see When I see some ratchet shit, I'm like, that's on my bullshit. That's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But to the other people, like, black people engage in that shit all the time. Yeah. I'm like. No thanks, babes. That is, I thought that was yeah. some bogan shit. Yeah. But apparently yeah. that's. And we don't see that because yeah. if they're doing it, they're doing it on the deal, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, like, the problem with me is, like, Okay, there's all these things, quality of life. But what is quality of life if you're not enjoying it? Mm. Psychological or mentally, you know what I mean? But do you think it's to that extent where you're not Okay, I'm not like depressed and whatever. But it's like, I'm not like feeling like I'm youthful and alive. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? I I feel like, 
I don't, I'm not taking advantage of being young when I'm in Australia. I feel like wow, my, I feel you have like, to go overseas. I feel like my too. 20s are being wasted. I understand in that. Wow, I understand okay, that. And that's yeah. probably another reason why I moved because yeah. I felt so caged. Like, I remember just before I was about to move, I was just like, I hate living here. Like, Whoa! Wow. And I wouldn't voice it because no one would get it because everybody's mm. living their good life or they're in relationships and they're just like, well, maybe it's because you're single. And it's like, no, no I that's hate not it. living here. It's not even that. Like, culturally, I don't like living here. Yeah. Like, there's just something that's missing, missing. that yeah, I just can't figure it out. So it's like, the moment I got to London, it was like, it's like I grew into the fullest version of myself mm. and I became like, it was like I was allowed to, yeah, I was allowed to be who I am without no consequences, entirety, yeah. without anybody telling me you've changed because you've become this or, you know, yeah. we don't do stuff like that. Like I didn't have any of those boundaries. So now that I've experienced and I've grown and I guess become more comfortable with myself, now that I'm like back and I've like built life, I know how to navigate that. So I feel like you should consider moving. I am considering. Yeah, yeah. You should really consider it. Well, anyways, guys, that's us done for the very first episode of Fufuentes. Yay! Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, email us at fufuentes at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, Fufuentes Podcast. Oh, and not just questions. Like, yeah. if there are things that you want us to talk about yeah. as well, no, let us know. Any feedback. Any suggestions for Black Excellence. Yeah. Um, yeah, please. so we should probably introduce that, what Black Excellence is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Every um, episode will be dropping a little shout out to someone down here in Australia who embodies, you know, black excellence. Yes. Yeah. With black excellence, if you know someone or even if you're doing something. Yes. Yeah. Shout, yeah. shout out to yourselves. yourselves. All We're right, more so? than willing to okay. put a spotlight Once on that. Once again, thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's V, the producer of the Fufu and Tibbs podcast. Every episode, I'll be shouting out someone or something out here in Oz who we believe embodies black excellence. Today, the spotlight is on the book Growing Up African in Australia, edited by our fellow Sydney cider, Maxine Bennett-Buckler, who has won Sydney Morning Herald's Best Young Novelist of the Year and Ada Cambridge Award for her previous work. The book is a compilation of African Australians writing about what it's like to be one of us here in Australia. Reviews have described growing up African in Australia as enriching, challenging, and extremely entertaining. A book like this, written for us and by us over here down under, is definitely something that's right up at the alley of what we're trying to do with Fufu and Tips. So that is why we chose it for our very first Black Excellence. Growing up African in Australia is available at all good bookstores and online. Make sure you grab your copy.